D-Boys, D-Boys, week three world champs, homies, Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 85, live from Dago, bitch, California, hit them with that theme music. While she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. go ahead, put your pants out. You gotta get up. I'm back, but I'm asking now. Come on and get up. All the legs with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that got me down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your pants out. You gotta get up. I'm back, but I'm asking now. Come on and get up. All the legs with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that got me down. Why don't you get up? Ah, shit, it's here once again, Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 85, slowly making our way to episode 100, getting there, crawling there, scratching, crawling, here we are, week three, you just heard, week three world champions, the Dallas Cowboys, the beaters of the, of the entire world. Looking like like studs week in, week out. Had a, had a short stumble. I'm getting right into this. You saw what I saw. You've been watching what I've been watching. Dallas Cowboys are on that shit. Also known as on some shit. We don't know yet. But we out here running shit. I know that. I say, well, you haven't played nobody. You haven't done this. You haven't done that. We played the teams that were put in front of us. When the Patriots do it, it's nothing. When the Patriots get six victories every year given to them, handed to them, they're the dynasty. When the Cowboys are out here making uh, uh, quick work of trash-ass teams, Giants didn't look trash yesterday. You say, well, they got a new quarterback in there. That little, that little uh, Daniel Jones. Who? Daniel Jones. He played a little bit against the Cowboys. He got his ass sacked and fumbled the football. Definitely didn't do that to us. But we out here looking at 3-0. and oh. Fuck the introductions. We the we the world the week three world champions, as far as I'm concerned. Looking at the Saints, Saints coming up next. These dudes uh, finally caught a break yesterday. They playing like trash. You know, uh, Drew Brees two weeks ago goes out against the Rams. Rams, uh, uh, the refs fucked up again. Uh, two weeks ago against uh, in, in that Rams Saints game, took away a touchdown. For no reason other than they blew the whistle when they shouldn't have. When, when everybody in the world, when every other ref in the league is trained not to blow the whistle, to, to stop a play, when you can just go back and review it and get the play right, uh, these dumb fucks go and, and, and change the entire game. I mean, all you literally have to do is just not blow the whistle. That's the only, the only thing you don't have to do during that game. 
You can go and get it right. You can just go and check out the instant replay. I mean, this like it's like failing a test. You have the answers to it's like it's like failing a test and you're sitting next to an Asian guy. It, it's it. How do you do that shit? How do you get it wrong? You got the answer right there and you still failed the motherfucking test. And this was right after Drew Brees went down. Um, Teddy Bridgewater comes in. You can give me any Teddy Pendergrass, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy fucking Grams. Any Teddy but Bridgewater. Homie, homie, homie ain't that. He ain't the business. And they got a dub yesterday with Teddy Bridgewater. He threw like 170 yards. They had like two defense. They had like a special teams touchdown and a, and a defensive touchdown that saved their ass. They gave up over 500 yards of offense to, to, the, to the Seahawks. Who I, who, I, who I told you, now that the Saints lose Drew Brees, I said it might be the Saints and the Cowboys in the NFC uh, uh, title game. It's, it's going to be the Seahawks. It's going to be the Seahawks. Like I, I started hedging my bet last uh, on the last podcast. I was saying, you know, it was looking. I, I something about the Seahawks. That dude Russell Wilson. I don't know. He's got. He's he he's balls deep in some magical pussy or some shit. That Sierra pussy. I, I've always looked at Sierra as like overrated, like the the Baker Mayfield uh, uh, of of R and B singers. Like, yeah, not 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 my Steezo. I think she's highly overrated. But something about it. She got that pussy that you thought uh, Beyonce might have, but. Ever since, I mean, this dude can't do no wrong, this dude. Uh, you, you go down by 24, it ain't shit to Russell Wilson. He's coming right back, and he almost won that game last night again after they were down like 27-7. to Still made it interesting at the end. Last year, the Cowboys had these dudes dead to right, down two touchdowns with two and a half minutes left. This fool, Russell Wilson, went down the goddamn field in 40 seconds and scored a touchdown, and they were down two. And, and, and we're an onside kick recovery uh, from shocking and, and sending me into turmoil. Ending this podcast, because I never would have showed my face up on this shit ever again if the Cowboys had found a way to blow that, that, that playoff victory, a.k.a. Uh, the Cowboy fans' uh, Super Bowl last year. But the Rams, luckiest team in the league, uh, second to the Seahawks, who are always fucking lucky, uh, but the Rams, they get another gift from the gods. Last night, they looked like triggity trash. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was saying uh, Baker Mayfield is the uh, Seth Gecko of the NFL. Um, on, only in personality. On, only in, in, in shit-talking sense. Uh, Performance-wise, no. My man, uh, my man's out there looking like you're playing. You know when you play Tecmo fo- uh, Super Bowl and you just keep hitting the back button and, and your quarterback just keeps retreating, just keeps backpedaling, backpedaling, backpedaling? You can't see your receiver anymore. He's just an arrow at the top of the screen, and you count to like 10 seconds, and you just throw it and hope it's a touchdown. That's what Baker Mayfield does. If, you, if he doesn't just stop and throw like within two steps, like a two-step drop back, he's going to run all the way to the fucking opposite end zone, uh, out, outrun his, his blocking. Uh, even if they make a perfect pocket for him, he outruns the pocket. So you don't have to go through your defender anymore. All you have to do is just go right around him because po- uh, Baker Mayfield's running out of the pocket bailing. Bailing on some Ryan Dunn shit. Bailing out the fucking windshield. It's crazy. This dude just gives up on plays like right away. He's like, oh, fuck it, I'm out. I just, I just hiked the fucking ball, homie. So Baker Mayfield out here looking like an asshole last night. Looking like diggity dog trash. Um, that, that, I, I, I hate the Rams. I hate the Rams. Uh, these dudes get, get gifts. Gifts. But I brought up the Saints because we got the Saints next week. We as in the D-Boys, motherfucker. We, uh, we, should, we should slap the fuck out of them. We really should. We should have slapped the fuck out of the Dolphins yesterday more than we did. Uh, we toyed with them. Uh, Dak Prescott uh, was, uh, 
I don't know, pre-gaming and, uh, you know, tailgating with the homies out in the fucking parking lot before the game, sipping on, on, on heavy uh, barrel-aged moron juice. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He came out uh, stumbling, bumbling, rumbling, uh, looking like a baffoon out there in that first, uh, in that first half. He, he was out here throwing home run Hail Mary passes every fucking down all of a sudden. He, he throws a couple deep touchdown passes the first two weeks of the season. All of a sudden, he thinks he's fucking uh, Brett Favre out there just fucking winging shit down the field willy-nilly. They took his ass into the, into the locker room at halftime and, and slapped some goddamn sense into him. And he started relaxing and started just running the offense and then shit started. We started shit kicking. We started shit kicking. And then we did what we were supposed to do, covered a 22-point spread with 25-point victory. Uh, definitely disappointed in the first half. But the D-Boys came back, and they did what they were supposed to do. Two running backs over 100 yards. Uh, Zeke over here quietly. He's got to be leading the NFL in rushing. If not, he's right there at the top. Two quiet, the most quiet 100-yard games. A, 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 a fucking silence. On a 125-yard game yesterday on like 15 carries. I mean, he, he dominated. Tony Pollock comes in, the guy we, we drafted in the fourth round this year from Memphis out here fucking balling over 100, like 110 yards himself. Came in and just shut the game down. Just ran it out like Zeke used to do. 16-yard touchdown at the end. We, we rolling, homie. Rolling. Uh, so we got the Saints on Sunday Night Football next week. I know y'all will be watching. You watch every fucking week. Uh, e- even if you don't like the D-Boys, you got to prepare for the podcast. You got you to have that, that flame uh, when you listen to this shit. You got to defend yourself. Gloves up, homies. Head, head movement. Um, but um, three weeks in, almost a quarter, already, or, already close to ne- next week will be a quarter of the season done. That's how quick this shit is. Meanwhile, baseball's still going on. Baseball's not even done with the regular season. That shit seems like it, it, it's like a, a 10-year fucking season. Man, my, my angels ain't shit. They're never going to be about shit. They got the worst pitching in the league, getting beat by like 15 runs every game. Doesn't help that they had to play the Houston Astros and, and, and the, the Yankees back-to-back series, giving up 15 runs a game. It's, it's sad. But that season's coming to an end. With, and, and, and this season's already, you know, this NFL season's already almost, you know, on its way to being over. It's crazy. Um just get into this, the, the whole NFL season. I mean, they're what do we start with? AB? I'm over here, my head's going in circles, homies. That lemon OG. And I got a little, a little sprinkle of the. Uh, I had, uh, had one of these blunts that's uh, it's, uh, weed with, with oil in it, rolled into a, a pre rolled joint, and then dipped in. Uh, uh, rolled in Keef on the outside of the uh, of the blunt. I, I can't smoke the blunt. I, I, I'd be too high. So I broke it up, and I just kind of dumped all the weed into a little container, and I just sprinkled it on my, my, my buds. And I just pew! Fucking moonshots, homie. Moonshots, and it's fucking 11 o'clock. They say wake and bake, y'all. You, homies who don't smoke, you need to get on that shit. But if you don't, wake and bake's a real thing. You never get higher than you do when you first wake up. I mean, you, you smoke a little bowl, and you'll zing! You be you be gone skis for for until noon, till your, your your fifth hour lunch break. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but AB out here, let's just we, let's just address uh, the rhinoceros, the the Willie Mammoth in the room over here. I've been rotting on AB. It it, it has been a hundred percent decided. I don't think that the the douchebag of the universe award will ever. I mean, he's got to be the the guy. AB's got to be the GOAT 
douchebag of the universe. I mean, he's the Michael Jordan of this shit. I, I, there's nothing, Henry Cejudo, I know you've been, you've been, you've been uh, nipping at my motherfucking ankles trying to get my attention. Um, trying to get that belt. But there's nothing you can do, homie. You're, you're, you're too corny. You're, you're too wax, son. You're dripping. You're saturated in whack juice. You, you, don't got, you don't got it like AB's got it. You just need to move on. Take your little, your little fake triple champ shit because you ain't no triple champ, homie. You're a double champ. And an amateur Olympian, a gold medalist. That's not a champion, homie. There ain't no professional uh, wrestlers in the Olympic. And that ain't MMA. You ain't no triple champ. But I'm also, you're also not the douchebag of the universe anymore. Your reign uh, was brief. But you're in the record books, homie. Just take it and, and, and fucking run with it. AB is not losing that shit. Finally, the Patriots, 11 days in, the Patriots finally... Uh, uh, cutways. I mean, this was right after. I mean, every time I came on the podcast, podcast, the last one was the AB episode. I mean, this dude. Uh, I don't listen. If I'm Drew Rosenhaus, number one, I'm firing this dude. I, I'm out of here. I don't want to be. But if if I'm if I'm Drew Rosen, I'm can, I'm canceling all AB's social media. I, I'm getting rid of it all. His Twitter, his Instagram. If he still got a a, a MySpace. Uh, cancel that shit. His Facebook for sure. If he's got a Netflix account, you're can- you're canceling that. If he's got a PS4 avatar or Xbox One avatar, you cancel. You delete that shit. Anything that can be connected to the internet, you get this guy some dial-up AOL beep, beep, type shit. You don't give this guy. You give him an Obama flip phone. You don't. You, you get that iPhone out of his hands, and then get him out on that football field. Whatever you do, you get this dude off of social media because he, he, he's clearly uh, uh, the most, uh, he, just, he just reacts emotionally. I, I didn't know what the word I was looking for right there. But he's just an emotional nincompoop. He gets, to, he, he gets home, you know, he gets, he, he gets released by the Patriots. He, he, he sends out the, the customary, it was probably Drew Rosenhaus who sent it. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, little tweet. And instead of shutting the fuck up. And maybe um, canceling his Twitter account right then and there. Um, self-destructing that shit. Uh, you know, he got home and he worked himself into a, a rich, foamy, frothy lather. And he decided, I got I to gotta tweet all these names out. I got to tweet Shannon Sharp. I got to tweet, uh, tweet about Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, I know uh, Ben. Ben was uh, um, doing um, questionable things in the bathroom. Um, Robert Kraft out here. You know, we still haven't seen the tape. We're still over here waiting for the tape. The day of the AFC Championship game, getting handies. So what? He paid for that. That was a paid service, homie. That was a paid service. That lady got compensated. He, he didn't do it against her, her will. That's a big difference. The will. The, the willingness part. You know, the, the non-rape part. You know what I mean? The non-sexual assault uh, part of it. But he's calling out the guy, the only guy probably that ever even gave him a chance. If you can't make it with the Patriots, you ain't making it nowhere. Now, am I saying he's not going to ever play in the NFL? No, the NFL is on some shit. He'll probably be there in about two to three years. He'll do, he'll do like a, um, a brief hiatus like uh, Michael Vick. When Michael Vick was gone for like two years because he, well, he was in prison. Um, but he came back, you know. Um, so I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, A.B., you know, he, he just couldn't shut his fucking mouth. He's over there tweeting pictures uh, of this chick's uh, kids on Instagram and, and Twitter. He's out there putting pictures of this lady's family, her kids out there, calling them broke and all this. I mean, it's, it's, it's bad. 
that that's 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 uh, JV level shit right there. That's petty. You want to talk some shit? Talk some shit like a like a grown man. Be creative. Be be uh, not petty. Be clever. But you out there, not only that, this dude, this dude text threats, you know, and talking shit about this young lady's uh, uh, kids in a group text that included her lawyers. That, that's the shit that this dude is on. This dude is on some, I can do whatever I want shit. You know, he's out here tweeting, that's what I was going to say, he's on here tweeting, uh, you know, about Robert Kraft and all this, <clears throat> saying he's done with the NFL, uh, owners can come out here and cancel contracts whenever they want. I translated that whole bullshit as uh, uh, I should be able to rape whoever I want. I should be able to sexually assault whoever I want. I should be able to expose my shooter to whoever I want and still be able to get all my money. These fools shouldn't be able to cancel my money just because I'm out here uh, being accused of rape. Uh, they can't uh, 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 take my money away because I'm, I'm, I'm ghost nutting on ladies' backs in their sleep. This dude just wants to be able to have his cake and eat it too. He just wants to be able to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. And his money should be guaranteed no matter what he decides to do. That's how I translated that shit. So he's out here group texting. They went straight They went straight to, to Sports Illustrated and the NFL with that shit. And with Robert Kraft uh, and, and, and Belichick, who, who have been caught cheating before multiple times in Super Bowls, don't want you or can't use you no more in 11 days it's over son it's over now he'll be back in a year or two somebody will take a risk on him uh he's over here to uh you know tweeting today uh he's going back to school at central michigan where he went to college you should have just stayed in the first time and got your fucking degree homie uh but i don't know what he's studying he's studying some some social studies or some shit and some writing class i i don't know what the hell he's doing maybe he's gonna turn into part of the media i have no idea but uh, go back to school. That's a good look, dude. Um, maybe uh, get a whole new circle of friends. Move, move. Uh, get away from wherever the fuck you are, and, and get rid of Twitter. Get rid of Instagram. Get rid of all that. Your life might get get better. Uh, social media destroys people. Destroys them. <clears throat> we over here sipping that fall PSL. Um, Pumpkin spice latte for 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 uh, those who don't know, and we just rocking, we driving. So on, on Thursday night we had uh, the Titans versus the Jaguars, um, another who gives a fuck bowl. Um, Jaguars coach Doug uh, Moron, uh, aka Doug Moron, out here uh, uh, just being a, a fucking moron during the game. You got uh, Jalen, the only Ramsey I know is John Bonet, aka Jalen Charles Ramsey. Out here, fucking on some new level. Just went. You, you saw what happened. I told y'all. I told y'all. Um, I told y'all what was gonna happen. Uh, uh, AB started getting all this attention, and, and Seth Gecko's attention wasn't directed at Jalen Ramsey anymore, and, and he was starting to feel it. He, he started getting a little, little peanut butter and jelly over there, and he's now, now he he stepped his bars up. You know, a couple weeks where we just had a quite, you know, slight little mention, just a little jab. You know, just a little liver shot, you know, just to let him know that we're still here and we're still keeping eyes on him. He's gone off the rails the last two weeks. Now he's over here. He wants a, he, he wants a damn, uh, he wants to be traded. Um, after he's already talked shit about half the fucking league, he wants to be traded. He talks shit about the Cowboys because how dare they draft Zeke Elliott, the best running back in the league. I mean, how, how dare they draft him over, over Jalen Ramsey? 
so he's been bitter. He talks shit about Jerry Jones after all that. He's talked trash about every fucking quarterback in the league except for Blake Bortles, who was his QB at the time, who was probably the worst quarterback in the league. Uh, now you got this dude, uh, Baker, or what, what's his name? Not Baker. Uh, Gardner, you bitch you, Minshew. Gardner, you bitch you, Minshew. Out here with his, 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 his jorts, his cutoff jorts, um, looking like a, a, a fucking, I don't know, he's looking like a Vietnam, like one of those blind Vietnam war vets with, holding up the sign on the corner and shit. That's what he fucking looked like. Um, he's out here uh, with his dog and shit uh, with a will work for food sign and shit and maybe hitchhiking or somewhere. That's what this Baker Minshew, uh, Ubitchew Minshew was out here. Uh, everybody on that. How quick people are to jump on bandwagons and shit on other people. Like Dak Prescott balling out of control. They still hate on him. This dude, uh, Ubitchew Minshew out here. Uh, has one one decent game against a trash ass uh, team. He wasn't even that good. What he barely hit two hundred yards. You bitch, you minch you. Uh, barely hit two hundred yards, but you know since the people at uh, Washington State loved him and he's got a little Fu Manchu little little mustache and shit. The little the little Dollar General Baker Mayfield over here. Uh, they're they're going crazy. Um, but we had the Jags versus the Titans. I've been telling y'all since I've been telling you. Mark these three names down: Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton. They're all trash. All of them. Every single one of them. They're all trash. I've been telling y'all. Marcus Mariota is, is awful. Awful. And the fact that Colin Kaepernick can't get on the, on the Dolphins. Uh, the, uh, I don't even remember the fucking dude's name who, who's, who was the quarterback. Uh, Jared Allen. I don't even remember the dude's name, honestly. He's the guy that got traded from the Cardinals so that they could draft Kyle Murray. And now he's, he was starting for the uh, – he got his first start for the Dolphins yesterday against the D-Boys. And he looked all right in the first half. He looked all right, and then he fucking completely fell apart. Um, but those three quarterbacks right there, highly overrated, uh, overdrafted, especially Mariota. Uh, Winston's are he, – he's having a decent year right now. I'll give him that. A uh, decent year, but he's, he's good for several moron plays, which, you know, that he threw a, a moron – uh, stealing crab legs, uh, interception late in that game that let, let Daniel Jones, who Daniel Jones, get back in the game and win the game eventually. Uh, but Marcus Mariota's trash. I, I, I'd, be, I'd be having Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick in there. Colin Kaepernick's a better version of Marcus Mariota, who was like one play away from like a pass interference call away from winning a Super Bowl and then another play away from going to a second straight Super Bowl. Um, he fell off a little bit after that, um, and then we never had a chance to see. I, I, I don't know. I'd still take him. I know they, you know, he's been blackballed from the league, but uh, this was a, a, a trash, trash game here. Um, last week, uh, Jalen, uh, the only Ramsey I know, is Jean Benet. Um, he, he got into some, some, uh, some little um, scratching and clawing, little, little um, altercation with his, uh, with his head coach Doug Moran, and. Um, you know, he, he, he just looked, he looked, he looked petulant. He looked uh, super soft. And all we can say uh, to you, Jalen Ramsey, is this right here. Nigga, don't act like a bitch. That's why I don't got love for bitch. Oh, that's why I'm too short need for to say bitch. So hold me, please don't make Oh, no, 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 no. We ain't done. Jalen, the only Ramsey I know is Jean Benet. You was just a. You just a B.
You's just a bitch. You was just over there acting like a, a B-I-Y-I-T-C-H on the sidelines like a little child over there begging for my attention. Begging. It's like it's like the 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 little girl who who teases who, who you tease in the in, in the play yard because you got a little crush on her, so you throw little dirt patties at her. You talk shit because you love her. You love me, Jalen Ramsey. You love my style. You love my steez. You couldn't go these last two three weeks without my attention since you rolled up in, in the Brinks truck. So you had to go and act like a little a, a, a little chauncey ass motherfucker. And then what happens today? He called in sick. This dude called out. This dude taking PTO as a football player. This take, he's taking his PTO time today. And he called in sick to practice today. How the fuck? You play in the end. How do you call out sick when you play football? This dude working on a, a fake stuffy nose. Uh, D- uh, I'm sorry, Doug. Uh, Mr. Uh, Moran. I... I uh, <coughs> <coughs> Fake coughing and shit. You do, or do you have your, your your fucking agent call for you? Like you used to have your mom uh, when you had your little high school job and you didn't want to talk to your boss. You'd have your mom. I'm so sick. I have to have my mom call out sick for me. This dude over here having his mammy call out sick for him, uh, calling up Doug Moran, saying, "Uh, uh Sonny ain't gonna make it in today. I want his anal temperature. I want to see that this motherfucker got a a, a real." Real fever, and I ain't talking, I don't want uh, uh, a rub the forehead, I want the anal temperature, that's the most accurate, when you have a kid, when they check their temperature, they shove that shit in their pooper, because it's the most accurate temperature, I want that anal temperature, Jalen Charles Ramsey, calling in sick, I'd call in sick if I was on that trash ass team, and they're over here having uh, flying floats of uh, Gardner, you bitch you, Minshew, after one goddamn game, this dude gets all the praise in the world. Dax over here winning two out of three division titles, balling out of control. Most wins of anybody other than a guy who's given six wins every year in Tom, in Tom Brady since 2016. 11-2 in his last 13 starts. But we over here talking about you bitch you, Minshew, and Jalen Ramsey calling in sick, trying to get traded and shit. Homie, nobody wants to play with you. You already shit on half the league, homie the fuck you gonna do now it's like you look you look ass like like baker mayfield looks like ass right now you remember just a couple weeks ago baker mayfield was talking shit about daniel jones and then he came back and retracted it and i said you gotta if you talk it be about it daniel jones looked like how you were supposed to look baker mayfield that's how he looked yesterday he balled out of control he had two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns including the game winner game winning drive on fourth and five fuck have you ever done that baker mayfield you out here uh, front running extraordinaire you and you and cam newton side by side top down in the toyota front runner bumping use just a b i t c h motherfuckers on your way to uh, to fucking nowhere land to the fucking cellar out here talking shit about daniel jones meanwhile he comes out here and balls like you were supposed to ball he was the sixth pick. You were the number one, Baker. Fuck's your problem. And we had the Bills and the Bengals, and the Bills are over here doing the Macarena, feeling themselves again. 3-0, playing the three trash-ass teams. And you're like, well, it's like the Cowboys. The Cowboys, tell me. You, you take one look at the Bills and then take one look at the Cowboys. You tell me who's the real fucking deal. It ain't the goddamn Bills. 
Their best player is Measley Beasley, Cole Measley Beasley. These dudes over here, three and zero. You remember a couple years ago they started at five and zero, and then they didn't they didn't make the playoffs. I think they made the playoffs last year, the year before, like nine and seven. That's some D boys shit right there, actually, too. But this ain't about the D boys. It's about the fucking Bills and how trash are the Bengals. Andy Dalton, put him up there too. Put him in that goddamn. He he he's in that list too. He's up there with 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 all three of those dudes with the Mariotas, the Winstons, the Cam Newtons. Andy Dalton's. These guys have been quarterbacks for four, five, six years already. How long is that Andy Dalton? How long until you get rid of this dude? Like Marcus Mariota. I get it. You used a number one draft pick on him. Number two, something like that. I don't even remember. One of those. That doesn't mean you have to run your franchise completely completely into the ground with him. Go find somebody else now. He's not the dude. At all. You ain't making the playoffs. And if you did, you ain't winning a single playoff game. But you ain't making the playoffs. Defense is all right. Giants shit. The Bills ain't shit. The Bengals are 0-3 now. They finally get rid of uh, Lewis as the coach, and they're still trash. We already know what the Cowboys, uh, they, they had to cut away. Uh, once again, it got into rated X territory uh, during the broadcast. Started turning into a snuff film late in the third quarter. Um, and, and they had to go to uh, alternatively scheduled programs because uh, the Cowboys you know, were, were, were uh, face-fucking the Dolphins. Um, Broncos, Packers, who gives a fuck the, the Packers over here, um, front running now, feeling themselves, you know, beat the Broncos, the trash ass Broncos, another, another, uh, Joe Fluco out here, fucking trash, gets opportunity after opportunity, um, he's, he's horrible, had one good season, somehow won the Super Bowl because they had a, a hell of a defense, he did have a hell of a playoff, he had one of those Eli Manning runs in the Super, in, in, in the playoffs that year. He beat Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game. Made some big-time throws. You're like, how? They won a Super Bowl. How did he win a Super Bowl? Tony Romo couldn't sniff one. It's not fair. Life isn't fair. Um, you got the Colts uh, beating the Falcons. The Falcons the week before were up on the uh, – they beat the Eagles. They tried. They tried to give that game away. Uh, they're, they're, who's the bigger chokers than the, than the, the Falcons? There's no bigger chokers in, in, in any sports than the Falcons. They're up 28-3 to at halftime in the Super Bowl and lost. Scored three points after halftime to get it to overtime. That's it. After scoring 28 in the first half. There's no bigger chokers. These, dude, dude, these dudes are you know, the stars of face gaggers, one through seven, deep throat heart throbs. No, gla- no, no, no gag reflex like a bulimic. That's, what, that's, that's the kind of choking we're talking about with the Falcons. Ravens, Chiefs, hell of game. Uh, uh, this dude, uh, uh, fuck my homie, uh, my homeboy. Uh, this dude, Lamar Jackson's on some shit. I thought he was, was going to be kind of trash. But all of a sudden, he could throw now too. His, his throwing motion, it's like, it's like a Gumby arm, and all of a sudden, it's just it's right on point. And, and he's, 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 he's Madden, Madden game, like, juking these fools. Like, he, he had two highlight reel runs where he's just, he's just juking fools. He's looking like Michael Vick. He's looking a lot like a right-handed Michael Vick. That's what this dude is looking like. Michael Vick had a cannon for an arm. He wasn't very accurate, maybe like Lamar Jackson is, you know, but, you know, he put up, you know, 250 every once in a while, but he'd have like 100 yards rushing. That's what this dude Lamar Jackson's on. They came back. They were down big against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are like, 
I don't know what happens to them, man. They they they're like me and the homies when we used to work at we we used to work at this place uh, making uh, carpet um, carpet machines and right next to a lazy boy factory. And, and we we do our work, we do our work, and then lunchtime will come, and and uh, me and like half the squad will roll out into the back and just get high the whole time, just pass, literally park around the corner, and uh, and each car like three cars lined up passing bongs through the windows. We come back. I one time re, I, I accidentally I had thirteen machines we had to get out that day, and I had to wire them up. All thirteen were fucked up. And then they sat us down the next day, and they were like, "We're gonna have. We might think about, you know, if it wasn't illegal, we'd take your lunch away, uh, because the whole crew leaves at lunchtime, and all of a sudden it's like y'all been sipping on moron juice uh, during lunch breaks. That's what the chiefs do. Uh, we come back and, and, and we can't do anything right. Our, our production, you know, drops dramatically. The chiefs get out to like 24, 28, nothing leads at halftime, and then can't score after that." You know, the second half of the, uh, of the game, they just take it off. It's like they get, they get fucking ripped. Uh, they, they, they on that, that, that Diaz brother shit, uh, you know, in, in the locker room at halftime. Forget there's a second half to come out and, and Patrick Mahomes is a, a little stony-eyed, all, all red, eyes matching his jersey and shit. That's who, that's who the Chiefs are. Raiders suck. Vikings suck. Patriots, fuck them. Jets, fuck them. Um... What else do we got here? Who Lions, Lions over here. They beat the Chargers and the Eagles back-to-back on some. What the fuck? Panthers, fuck them. You already know about Cam Newton. Uh, been telling you about Cam Newton. Uh, it's no coincidence that he doesn't play in this game. And uh, the guy, Kyle, Kyle Allen or something, Kyle Allen goes out there and balls, throws for four touchdowns. And you really have to wonder if you're gonna if you go if you want Cam Newton to remain the starter when he comes back from whatever phantom ass injury he has. I'm telling you, when things get tough, Cam Newton gets it going. He's he's the driver. He he's he's the driver of the Toyota front runner. That's his dude. Uh, humble humble ass humble ass accommoda- accommodations for uh, for a high end little prissy ass QB like him. And then after that game, uh, the last game he played, uh, when they got their asses cracked uh, the week before, he, he shows up. I don't know. He's wearing a bonnet or some shit, looking like Little Bo Peep after the fucking game, uh, taking questions and shit, looking like a, a fucking Gucci Afghan sheep herder. Straight being the bonnet-ass motherfucker. Old butter-churning-ass motherfucker. Old Quaker Oats-ass motherfucker. No taxation without representation-ass motherfucker. Old tea in the harbor-ass motherfucker. Out here looking like a, a fucking Amish dude. Taking fucking questions. Looking like he, he fucking pissed in his Wheaties. And now he's out faking some kind of foot injury or something. Last year it was his shoulder. And he comes back and everybody's like, oh yeah, he looks much better in the preseason. Now all of a sudden, oh, he's hurt again. Now he's out with a foot injury. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you ever see Cam Newton a, as a Panther ever again. If this dude Kyle, Kyle Allen you know, does another one of those... Uh, like he did yesterday, four touchdown passes. When's the last time uh, Cam Newton threw for four touchdown passes in a game? Now, be it, it was the Cardinals. The Cardinals are another trash. There's some trash football teams this year. But still, put up 38 on a team. That's something. Um, Cam Newton hasn't done that since 2015. You take that 2015 season away, then what do you got? What do you got? Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, a, a below-average quarterback. This is this is what you got to look forward to, Baker Mayfield. This is the this is the territory that you're gonna you're, you're headed towards. This is where you're trending towards. New York Giants, 
We already heard Daniel who? Daniel Jones. I'm glad Saquon Barkley uh, wasn't seriously hurt as, as in his knee. I know he's out for like four to eight weeks with an ankle injury. I hate seeing good players go out. I want to beat them with their best. I want to I crack their ass with no excuses. And plus, you don't like to see the stars of the game out. It takes a, if, you, if you're forced to watch a Giants game, you at least want to watch Saquon Barkley. You want to have good players to watch. You want to have a reason to watch a game. Giants got on the board. I mean, they were down 18. They were down big. And this dude, this dude, uh, Daniel Jones, made some plays. He, he had some bonehead plays. He can't hold on to the football. He has a problem with fumbling. Um, but he's mobile. And he, he threw for like 360 yards. Had four touchdowns total. And Max Kellerman and everybody, all you fucking shitty-ass New York fans, you talk about the shittiest fans in the world. It's a tie between the Philadelphia fans and, and, and no, there's no – it's always the Philadelphia fans. I'm sorry. Number two is New York fans out here booing like, like some fucking fuckboys when, when uh, Porzingis was drafted. Then you were crying when they traded him because he ended up being a monster. Y'all were running your mouth, acting like a fool. You didn't even know who Daniel Jones was, and still you were yip-yapping for that dude. You guys wanted that dude that, uh, that's not even starting for the Redskins. They're going with Case Keenum over, over homeboy uh, who got drafted. I forget homeboy. Uh, Haskins. Over Haskins. Y'all wanted Haskins. I saw him in the preseason. He looked terrible. He looked terrible. He looked like Jameis Winston. He looked like a Cam Newton. He looked like a Mariota. The prototype, cut from the same cloth. And then you guys got this guy. You talked all that shit. All that shit. Talked all that shit when they sat Eli down. And this dude came out here and did that. Now what the fuck you going to do? Y'all going to finally, you, you, you Giants fans, you New York Knicks fans, all you New York fans, you going to shut the fuck up now? Will you please just shut the fuck up? I think these motherfuckers know a little bit more about it than you now. Y'all out here at the, at the drafts. Throwing tantrums, throwing tomatoes and shit at the stage, acting like like idiots, and then you and then four months later you, you're eating crow already. This dude's the real deal. He's the real deal. As much as any other of these 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 chumps, he's better than Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray's the little Tyrion Lannister of the NFL out here getting his ass cracked. He has some little shining moments. One shiny moment, you reach for the stars. It's over quickly, as soon as it starts. Texans, uh, Chargers. Chargers, Chargers, Chargers. Now, y'all know how. I, I, if, you, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, I, I, I document it um, extensively. The Chargers moved from, from Dago Beach, California, my, my hometown. Never been a Chargers fan, but uh, that's only because the homies are big Charger fans. So I've always had to battle them, but I've always had a soft spot for the Chargers. And, 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 and I kind of like the Chargers. I've always liked the Chargers. Except when they moved to L.A., they did them dirty. They're playing literally on a soccer field. They were literally playing on an M- M- MLS soccer field. Like you see like the, the Raiders playing on a, on a softball field, like you see their little softball field they're playing on. These dudes out here playing on a little, little AYSO soccer field and shit. And um, it's time. It's time. It's y'all got to follow suit. I know you don't have anybody. I know you only have Tyrod Taylor out there. Uh, Cordell Jones, I think, you have on the squad. Um, Phillip Rivers, he's done. I guess he had a dope game. He did have, have, have those stats. But when it matters most, he ain't going to get it done. And he's, he's fragile. He's, he, he looks painful. He looks swollen. Um, he looks like he has diabetes. He's inflamed when he's out there trying to move around. It, it, it hurts me to see him. 
Um, he's done. you got to start finding someone else. If he hasn't done it already with the teams that he's had, he ain't going to ever do it. He, he's, he's, he's probably, I would say Tony Romo was a better quarterback, but I would say that Phillip Rivers had a better career. You know, he, he won a, like one or two more playoff games than, than Tony Romo. But I think Tony Romo didn't have good teams like this dude has. This dude's had some pretty solid teams. This team right here should be dope. They're missing Derwin James, but they got their ass cracked pretty much after, you know, they got out to like a 17-7 lead, and that was it for them. Uh, Texans go out there. Uh, I told you all about Watson. That's, that's one of the things I can hang my hat on. I told you all about Watson before that draft. I said he's the real fucking deal. Um, wrong about Lamar Jackson, but I was right about Deshaun Watson. Um, and I was right about these other quarterbacks in Baker Mayfield. I did say I said they are all trash. I wouldn't, tra- I wouldn't take any of them in the first round with a first-round pick. But if I was the Browns and I was 100% sold on taking a quarterback, it would have been Baker Mayfield. He is actually probably the better quarterback of any. Uh, Darnold, Sam Darnold's out with, with, with the flu or some shit. He got, he got uh, SARS or some shit. I don't know what the fuck that guy came down with, but he's not playing anymore. Uh, Steelers, Niners, who gives a fuck? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a little foreign, uh, he, he little Brazzers looking ass motherfucker out here smashing all kinds of little porn betties and shit. Good for him. Good for him. You still whack ass quarterback, homie. Uh, Saints. We already went over that shit. Um, give me Teddy Grahams before you give me Teddy Bridgewater. I'll tell you that right now. To give me Teddy Pendergrass before you give me a fucking Teddy Bridgewater. Put that little Taysom Taysom Hill or whatever the hell his name is. A little little white chocolate ass motherfucker over there. Let's see what he's got. I've never seen him actually throw the ball. Um, Let's see him throw the ball. Let's put him in there. Give, give me him. Give me him. I'd rather, I'd rather the Cowboys beat his ass than Teddy, uh, Teddy Pendergrass uh, Bridgewater over here. Uh, Rams, Browns, don't get me started on that shit. And today we have the who, another who gives a fuck bowl, uh, Bears and the Redskins. Let's get into the power bottom rankings here. The power bottom. Who's the worst teams in the league? Th- throw the Bears in there. Fuck them. Throw, throw the Redskins in there. Throw the Titans in there. Throw the Jaguars in there. Uh, half the league in there. The Bengals are in there off the top of my head. Of course, the Dolphins are in there. Fuck, the, the worst team in the league's got to be the Dolphins. Um, second worst team in the league, my God. Um, Cardinals? Cardinals, yeah, Cardinals. Giants moved up a few spots. Then maybe the Redskins. Um, the Browns. <laughs> but, yo, I picked the Browns to be in the goddamn AFC Championship game. I'm on some shit, man. I'm on some fucking shit. Yo, you know I'd be smoking on some good shit. That's how you know your boy Gecko's out here. Uh, getting high as I should be. Uh, I picked the fucking Browns. I, I'm removing that pick. I don't give a damn. Why? Because I can. This is my damn podcast. So I'm taking, I'm taking that pick back. Uh, I think the AFC is highly overrated, but I can see the Ravens making a little bit of noise with the Chiefs in there. The Chargers ain't shit. Uh, they, they, might make, they might sneak into the playoffs. The Texans are going to be a problem if they make the playoffs. They'll be a tough team to beat, but uh, Patriots, of course, Patriots. It's going to be the Patriots and Chiefs again. That's all. That, that's it. That's how. That's how it's going to be. I, it was wishful thinking that that you know the Patriots weren't going to be shit. Uh, they they they're always going to be the shit until Tom Brady's fucking gone. Um, so those are those are top. Throw Jets in there at the bottom. The the power bottom rankings. The power rankings now. The the, the top teams. D boys number one. Period. Plain point. Simple. Now our defense hasn't been playing up to snuff, but they'll get there, and they're a better defense than the Chiefs defense. Our offense is a kind of a wash. Um, I would take uh, Mahomes as the only quarterback I'd take over Dak Prescott. I'll be honest with that, but um, I still take the D boys. Why? Because we're the motherfucking D boys. Chiefs number two. Patriots at number three. After that. Who the fuck do we get into after that? The top three is it, it's, it's a lock. It ain't the Eagles have plummeted, losing back to back games. Lost yesterday at home. 
I mean, maybe the Ravens are in there. The Texans are, are, are right around there. They're, they've been looking like monsters with Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, maybe the Rams, you know, kind of on the outside looking in. Haven't been impressed with them. So that's, that's that. That's the, that's the fucking week in review. What can, what, what can I say? Um, it's been the rise of stars in, in Gardner, you bitch, you Minshew. It's been uh, the plummeting of other stars in, in Cameron uh, and Cameron and Cam Cam Newton, um, AB, all these fools. I mean, it's been a it, it's been a crazy year already. Fuck it. Let's get into some goddamn fight talk. Um, n- not a whole lot to to report on. Um, wait, let me save this real quick. There we go. There we go. Let me let me let me. Um, let's get into this. So we had um, Gaethje versus Cerrone. I don't know if I put this on wax. I don't remember if I, I if the week the week I did the last podcast if I put this on wax, but I, I had Gaethje winning. Um, forty fights. It's been a, you know Cerrone's had about forty fights and he still hasn't moved his head one time. I've, if you listen to this podcast over the years, you heard me talk about Donald Cerrone. You just every time I pick against him, he'll he'll pull some shit out of his ass when I pick, you know, and then I I, I pick him and, and and he has a, a a performance like he had against Gaethje. That's why I picked Gaethje this time. Cerrone does not move his head. He never moves his head. Since his WEC days, go watch him fight uh, Jamie Varner. Uh, he should have won that fight. He was coming back at the end, and Jamie Varner f- faked an injury. Uh, not like our boy Jer- Jer- Jeremy Stevens. This dude actually faked a goddamn injury to get out of He was starting to get his ass kicked in the last round of a WEC world title against Donald Cerrone. But Donald Cerrone was on his back a couple times. He wouldn't even move his head from the ground and pound punches. He just does not move his head. And I figured, you know, Gaethje with those big, wide, looping overhands, he can throw overhands with either hand. It's like he's throwing a baseball with either hand. He could probably throw, he could start for the Yankees throw, uh, as a left-hander and, and, and in between, you know, batters switch up which style, which, which side he throws from. Um, but Gaethje knocked him out. He had Donald Cerrone looking like he was praying to Allah out there. He was on his knees, hunched over, looking like he was praying. Like, Gaethje had to walk over there, give him a little rug, and face him towards the east or some shit. Uh, old Buddha-looking-ass motherfucker. Aladdin-ass-looking-ass motherfucker. This dude out here slumped over, praying to, to fucking Vishnu or Allah or some shit. He, he, he was slumped. Uh, I know he got up, Cerrone got up after that and was like protesting the stoppage. No, homie, you, you were over there, you know, like fucking bowing down to, to, to fucking Jesus or some shit. You were, you were kissing somebody's sandals in your dreams. You were, you were done, skis, homeboy. You were done. Um, shit was starting to get a little sexual after the fight, though. Homeboy was, uh, you know, starting to, you know, be a little too happy about getting his ass kicked. I, I, you know, somebody knocks me out, whether he was my homie or not. I'm, I'm not going to be over here, you know, patting him on the ass and, 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 and chubbing him up and shit in front of the cameras. You know, I'm not. I'm just not going to do that. Cerrone got. It was starting to get a little uncomfortable. Um, I don't know what's next for Cerrone. I think Cerrone's more towards the end of his career, definitely, than he's never going to contend for a title, uh, not ever again. Uh, 155 is is. There's too many killers at 155 and 170. There's too many killers. And they're bigger than him over there. So he's just, he's just at this point, he's just got to search for the fights that are most exciting for him. Uh, and, and then try to get his exit plan together. Start, I know he doesn't like to save money, but you got to start saving some money, homeboy. Uh, you ain't going to be able to do this much longer. Um, and learn just one time before you go out, before you end your career, Donald Cerrone, move your fucking head. Move, slip one jab. Slip one right hand. One. This dude, you talk about somebody who doesn't really counter. I mean, you got to, I mean, you can't just stand up with that straight up style. I mean, nobody, as long as he's been training, nobody has got that out of him. I mean, he stands straight up and down. 
and his head just stays there and he gets rocked every single every single fight man just move Gaethje don't give him Connor uh, if you want Connor to get smoked out and, and not win a fight and, and have his stock plummet even further give him Gaethje but Gaethje would make a hell of a fight after Tony fights Khabib whoever he fights either one of those um, or or you could even give him uh, no Poirier just beat him that's, that's it for him that's, that's all you can really do or, or, a Nick D, or a Nate Diaz if Nate Diaz after he fights Maslow or something like that something big like that um <clears throat> But other than that, if I'm Gaethje, I'd probably just wait to see what happens when that Tony fight, depending on how far out it is, if I can get the, uh, the, the, the winner of that fight. I'm probably going with that. Um, that makes the most sense. If he wants to make a good buck, quick buck, then I'd, I'd, if I was him in, in the Tony uh, Khabib fight, I, I don't even know if that's been announced what, when it's going to be. Um, I'd fight. I guess I would fight. If I'm him, I would fight. I would push for the Conor McGregor fight. Just make a quick buck, like a lot. A lot of money. More money you would probably make in a title fight. Beat his ass real quick. Chop him down with leg kicks early in that. I don't, I don't see any way. I mean, the pace that he could push, I don't see any way um, Conor McGregor could withstand that. You know, he, he's fallen in love with his left hand. He doesn't even bother to set it up. He, his movement isn't the same. His in-out movement isn't even the same. But he used to, you go watch him fight Marcus Brimage in his UFC, uh, um, his first appearance in the UFC his debut, and he was moving crazy angles on Marcus Brimage. When you saw him fight Max Holloway right after that, he was doing his crazy angles. He was just on some other shit. He looked good. He doesn't do that anymore. He just looks for that right hand. He's just falling. He's just like big-time wrestlers who knock somebody out. They, the, the Woodleys of the world that just fall in love with their big right hand, and that's all they look for now. That's, you're not Dan Henderson. Dan, Dan Henderson, you could not avoid that H-bomb. It was coming. Uh, and he threw it over and over again, but he knocked people out. You aren't that dude anymore. That's not that. You got to set up. You got to be savvy, especially at 155. These dudes are killers over here. It's a bad look. I, it's a bad look if, if, uh, for, for Conor McGregor, but if I'm, if I'm Gaethje, that's what I'm looking for on, on that fight. Um, then we had, we had Jeremy Stevens versus uh, uh, Yair Rodriguez. Um, this is one of the fights. I, I missed this whole fight, and good thing I did. This is the, like the first you know, main event I haven't watched in like, 15 years um it was 15 seconds eye poke um looked legit to me uh from what i saw afterwards after the fact i saw a little eye poke and then and then the fans went crazy yard rodriguez was acting like a bitch 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 after homie how are you gonna be mad and sit there and talk shit to michael bisbing in the ring when he's trying to interview you uh when number one michael bisbing will smoke your little ass uh real quick real fucking proper and number two you poke jeremy stevens in the eye you were the motherfucker that raked his motherfucking eye. That homie's eyelid was like spasming out of control and shit. He couldn't open his eye. You think Jeremy Stevens faked a fucking injury 15 seconds into a fight in Mexico? You think this dude moved there for two months and spent all kinds of money on a training camp to, to quit? Jeremy Stevens, of all people, you know who Caleb Starnes is? Go Google this dude. Do Caleb Starnes running, and you'll see Caleb, Caleb Starnes in a UFC fight literally for three rounds run away. I'm not, I'm not talking about like circling back into the center, you know, avoid running, like literally backpedaling the entire fight. You got kicked out of the UFC. It was so bad. That's a bitch. Jeremy Stevens is far from a motherfucking bitch. This dude stands in the pocket and trades. He's, he's one of the most exciting fighters in the UFC. You think this dude got, did all that to, to quit after 15 seconds? Now, if he was getting his ass beat for like three fucking rounds, you know, clearly down on the scorecards, and then he pulled that, yeah, maybe. Not 15 seconds in, in a fight that, he, he, that looks good for him on paper. Gary Rodriguez has, has really good kicks, spinning attacks. 
spinning elbows, you know, you know wheel kicks, side kicks, um, jumping kicks, switch kicks. He's got all that. How do you nullify that? You get in his damn face. You close the distance. You need distance to be able to do those things. You get in his face. His hands aren't very good. Yair Rodriguez's, uh, uh, number one, his weakness is his ground game. Uh, you saw what um, uh, Frankie Edgar did to him. Took him down and beat him up for five, uh, for five. I think it was a main event. Beat him up for five rounds. Dominated him. Uh, Jeremy Stevens takes fights to the ground. But number two, Jeremy Stevens' hands are way better, way more powerful than Yair Rodriguez. His style is get in your face, stay in his face, and nullify those kicks. It was a, st- it was a fight that was really... Good to get Jeremy Stevens, who was on a two-fight losing streak, to come back. He just lost to Jose Aldo, I think, in his last fight. So that's no, that's no knock against him. Now go look at that fight. Look at the punishment he took in that. You think he's going to fake an eye injury? Get the hell out of here. The, these, uh, these, these fans, you know, now everybody's like, don't go back to Mexico because they were throwing, you know, soda bottles. Their, their Coke has actual real sugar in it. And they're out there throwing, throwing uh, their bottles of tap water and shit that you can't drink. They're throwing that shit at Jeremy Stevens. Um... Acting like they're just a bunch of barachos. They're just a bunch of barachos out there with their Sanchez for the night. And they're just trying to have a good time and watch a, watch a motherfucking fight. And, and they got... Look, if you went to a movie and you paid for a movie and the last scene is coming up and the projector goes out and you don't get to see the end of the movie, you're going to be pissed off. If you paid for a main event and you don't get the main event, you don't get what you paid for. Like, that's what, when you buy tickets to these and, and then the, what you bought the ticket for ends up being completely different by the time the fight goes. It's fucked up, and you can't get your money back. That happened to me one time when we were going to a UFC fight. We were going to watch uh, Chris Weidman versus Vitor Belfort the first time they made it. <clears throat> the co-main event was uh, Kat Zingano versus Ronda Rousey. That was the co-main event, and that was at the Staples Center in L.A., Vitor Belfort got hurt, one of them got hurt, and the fight got canceled, and the new main event was Kat Zingano versus uh, uh, Ronda Rousey. I said, fuck all that. Somehow, uh, my old lady was able to resell the tickets and got out of that fight, but, or we would have been stuck with those tickets. I didn't, didn't want to go watch Ronda Rousey beat some chick in 13 seconds who just ran across the stage, uh, the cage, and, and just got thrown on her head. But when this happens and they, you're not getting what you bought, you still you get fucked with it. So they were, they, you know, they were they were faded up off of them, them Pacificos, them them, them Dos Equis, uh, uh Ambers, which are bomb, and they're out, you know, having enjoying a night with their little Sancha uh, while wifey's over there taking care of the kids, and they're having a good time, and, and they didn't get to see a main event. So I'd be pissed off too. That doesn't mean don't go back to Mexico. Mexico's a fight fucking country. You fucking, there's no boxing without Mexicans. There's not, there's not really fighting here without Mexicans. There's a lot of Mexican trainers at all these gyms that these people are at. These are all, you need Mexico. I'm just saying, man, give them, a, give them a little money back. Give them a little fucking IOU or something like that. You know, I'd be pissed off too if this shit got ended. You know, but be mad at your own, dude. Don't be throwing that shit at, 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 at Jeremy Stevens. Why are you throwing at Jeremy Stevens? He didn't poke his fucking self in the eye. Be mad at your dude. He's the one out there, you know, with the cat claws. Out there poking dudes in the face, ending fights right off the bat. So there was that. Um, the next fight is like Hermanson versus Cannoneer. That's this weekend. Ain't nobody got time for any of that bullshit. And then I think is UFC uh, 243. I think that's a. That's, let me see what that is up. Let's get this guy up. UFC. I'm pretty sure. Actually, I got it right here. Let me pull that shit up. Don't I? Yes, I do got it up. So we got uh, we got Robert Whitaker versus the last style bender, uh, Israel Adesanya. 
flames on me. I don't know who to fucking pick on this. I'm only... I love Whitaker. Whitaker's one of my favorite fighters. I've picked him. He had tough fights against uh, uh, Yoel Romero. He, 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 he's battled some injuries. He hasn't been in the ring since he last beat Yoel Romero. I'm worried about the layoff. I'm worried about the injuries. That's the only reason I'm taking Israel Adesanya. I think, you know, Robert Whitaker is probably the better all-around MMA fighter, but Israel Adesanya is on some shit. And the way he beat Calvin Gastelum, especially in the fifth round, turned it on and 10-8 round that dude and had him all but out. I mean, the, the ref in that fight in that fifth round just wanted to see Gastelum deaded, like Dunskied, fatality. He said, finish him, Adesanya. And... Um, he showed me a lot in that. He took a head kick. He, he, he showed me a lot. He showed, he showed takedown defense. Um, he got taken down a couple times and popped right back up. He was able to maintain distance and, and dissuaded uh, Gaston from, t- from shooting takedowns. I just think he's on a little roller coaster right now. Israel Adesanya, man. Uh, he, he, I'm going to take him. I just recently watched some of his glory fights. He was a monster in kickboxing. He came from glory to came over here. Uh, watch him fight uh, Piera. Piera, Fiera, something like that. Um, that's the last guy who beat this dude uh, in, in kickboxing. Deaded him, too. KO'd him. Um, he's still the, that dude's still the champ over there in glory. Check that shit out. So I'm going to take, take Israel Adesanya. I'd have to think that he'd probably, I don't know who would be the favorite right here. Let's see the odds right here. It actually has the odds. Where the odds at, yo? Where the odds at, yo? I don't know. I'd have to say that. Do you give guests? I, 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 don't, I don't know. Israel Adesanya is the guy that's been, been most active lately. I, I, but, you know, I'd, I'd have to say that, you know, the champ, the actual champ is probably um, going to be a little more favored than. than uh, let's see. Here's the odds. Uh, fuck it. I don't know where the fucking odds are on this goddamn thing. Anyways, give me, give me Adesanya. I'll take Adesanya. Um,. To win this fight and be and be the actual uh, actual champ, not the interim champ no more. Um, so after that, what, what else we got? We got um, Ally Quinta, Ally Quinta versus some dude, uh, Dan Hooker. Uh, good good fight. Dan Hooker's an okay fighter. He's not good. This is built for Ally Quinta to stay um, active and and get a dub and kind of stay around the top. You know, he, he's got some interesting fights. Maybe he fights. Um, you know, a guy like uh, Paul Felder or maybe even a guy like uh, Edson Barbosa. That was a real close fight. Maybe he's up in that kind of territory. Then you have Ty Tuavasa who eats, who drinks uh, beer out of people's boots. Uh, and there's really Diego Lima. He's the brother of uh, the Lima who's the champion over in Bellator or was the champion over in Bellator who's a killer. Then you have Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington. This is actually an interesting fight. Um, this is a toss-up. I would say uh, Raquel Pennington, when it comes... Ah, damn, I'm going to take Holly home. I think she's probably the better overall martial artist. She fights scared. I don't think that there's any reason for her to fight scared against Raquel Pennington. She's not going to get knocked out against Raquel Pennington. Raquel Pennington's only way to win this is just to make it an ugly, boring-ass fight. Um... Clinch, clinch Holly home. Maybe hold her up against the fence. Try to dirty box her. That's really your only one. Maybe once in a while, drag her to the ground. Holly Holmes got very good wrestling over there. You saw her take down uh, Ronda Rousey. Picked her up, slammed her. Uh, Holly Holmes should just, if she goes out there and she's aggressive and isn't hell bent on trying to counter and all that, and just you know not throwing air punches, not shadow boxing, actually moving forward with her combinations, she should win this fight. Um, but that's that. Uh, really kind of a weak-ass card now I'm looking at it. I'll definitely be uh, streaming the figgity fuck out of that one. Uh, what else do we got over here? Um, 
Canelo versus Kovi, Kovalev. That's going to be at 175 in the boxing realm. That's, that's going to be fucking dope. Uh, Kovalev versus Canelo. Uh, I think this could be like one of uh, Kovalev's last fights. I, if I was him, if he beats Canelo, I'm, I'm, I'm riding off in the sunset. He's taking a lot of punishment. I forget the dude who Kovalev fought like two weeks, three weeks ago. Uh, that was a hell of a fight. I, I forget the homie's name, but uh, that, was, that was a really good fight. Um, Yorba? 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 The guy whose name was Yorba. Um, hadn't, wasn't really too familiar with him, but I am now. He, 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 he had uh, Kovalev hurt. And he took a lot of punishment himself. And then Kovalev got like a late TKO, I think, in that fight. So that's an interesting fight. You got Speed uh, versus the Crusher, who has, who has some good power. More than anything, he's, got, he's really, really accurate with his punches, his jab. Uh, this is an interesting fight. It might be a little too much for, uh, for Canelo. A uh, bit off a little more than he can chew with a size difference going up to 175 for this. Um, you know, in, in boxing, they don't move up weight classes like they do in, in, in the weight classes are like separated by a, a couple pounds, not like 10, 15 pounds like in the UFC. So, you know, a climb like this is a big deal at 175. I think he normally fights Canelo at like 165 or something, uh, maybe 167. I don't even know what the fucking weight classes anymore, but that's going to be a hell of a fight. Um, what else we got? Kobe, Kobe, Kobe Covington. Now, nah, I ain't going to ride on him. I'm just here just to make a, a random bold prediction that I just made a, a little note of. Um, I see Kobe Covington on on these little MMA websites and shit, doing all these interviews, and each time he's got, like, two new chicks on his side that he's clearly paying to be there. Um, I'm just giving you... Listen, Kobe, I'm just giving you friendly advice. You about to turn into the to the AB of mixed martial arts. You That's what you're, is about to happen. It, it's only a matter of time until one of these young ladies, uh, you stiff them, uh, stiff them on their payment, and they become salty, and they become... Um, um, uh, defend, uh, not defendants. Uh, what, what's the word? I don't know what the word is. They're gonna be in court testifying against you. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna be pointing fingers real soon. Uh, you need to, you need to put that shit. Nobody's buying your bullshit. Uh, talking about y- your cardio's up from fucking. No, nobody believes your stroke game. Your stroke game is is Morse code, homie. You ain't on no, you ain't, you ain't on no, no high level uh, stroke game. We ain't buying that shit, homie. Uh, we're canceling after the thirty day trial period. We ain't buying that shit, homie. Get the fuck up out of here. We just window shopping. We ain't buying that shit. Look, it's on wax. I tried to warn you, Kobe. You can't say I, I never did anything. The, the former douchebag of the universe, he has no he has no, no hope of getting this back either. I don't know what he could ever do. It's just ABs. Like, we're going to have to start a new, uh, a new belt. And I got a new belt. Before I get the fuck out of here, because I've already been yapping a, a fucking lot. I still got a whole lot. I got Teriyaki69. You know, that homeboy is out here fucking wild. Now, you've seen the fucking memes about this fucking guy. This dude, this dude Takashi69, is on some, on some other shit. You've seen the memes. Nobody is safe. This dude's giving away the, the fucking secret recipe to Bush's baked beans. He's giving it all away. Everybody. Nobody is safe. Um, if you got a Sancha, uh, you better put it on the back burner. This dude's coming out here, you know, putting your text messages on blast. He's He's calling your old lady, telling her where the fuck you really were last night. This dude's on that shit. You stay away from this guy. I was thinking, this dude, this dude, he'd be better off in jail. He, sh- he should have just shut his fucking mouth and taken his 30 years. He's probably safer all safer there than if he gets out. 
They're gonna they're gonna kill this dude like real quick. This dude's gonna have to have to be like he's gonna have to move to like Montana on some government uh, informant you know protection shit. He's gonna have to go transgender. He's gonna Hannah Montana, call him old Hannah Montana ass motherfucker living in Montana in, in in a fucking cave somewhere. That's what this guy's gonna have to do. He's gonna have to learn to hunt. He's gonna have to take a little shotgun out there in the woods. He's gonna have to become a wildlife survivalist. Don't get on some bear grills. Uh, Bear Grylls type survival shit That's what this guy's gonna have to do He's gonna have to go off the grid Um, You know goddamn well no gangsters know how to build a tent Or start a fucking fire or anything like that So you you get way the fuck out there Them gangsters ain't going out there They ain't gonna fucking find you out there uh, Teriyaki 6ix9ine But this dude, this dude's getting flame broiled I mean he's, he's everything a fake gangster Everything we knew rappers really were I mean he's out here giving everybody's name Now he's giving Jim Jones Give Jim Jones name up talking about he's giving the head dude's name up he's out there giving everybody there's this uh go look up the video man he's he's straight up just he, he's talking like he, he's a middle schooler again he, he's like all proper with his language and shit he's saying n-word instead of the actual word he's like all of a sudden like he, he cares he's he's watching his mouth or something now nah, get the hell out of here we ain't buying that um but um check this out i got a new word to give out since we're talking about we need a new award because, you know, the, the, the D-Bag of the Universe Award has been locked up. It's been, it's been put in the safe. It's, it ain't going nowhere anytime soon. And I got, you know, I've been talking about the wackest rapper alive. Uh, that dude, Amber J, tried to come out and, 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 and be somebody. But little Mosey held on to that, you know, uh, at any moment. Uh, black, black, blank face? What was his name? Blue face? He's out there. He, he's lurking. He's trying. He's he right somewhere. He's, he's coming up with some super whack shit so he could try to get the title back. But I, today, we're doing the realest rapper alive. The realest rapper alive. Now, I'm being careful here. I'm not... I'm not um, condoning or making light of what this guy actually did but when you talk about uh you know studio rappers and all this and 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 not rapping about what they really live about talking about they're they rich and they got they're so icy and they they shoot and they they kill people and they don't really do any of that a la you know teriyaki 69 sitting in jail right now this dude actually was about that shit and then he actually this guy actually confessed at at a uh open mic Somewhere at some some sleazy saloon at some saloon like really had like two bat wing doors and shit leading to the thing. This dude gets on the mic and confesses to killing his girlfriend that he actually killed. He gets on the mic and starts talking about he killed his girlfriend and buried her and the cops are looking for her. And the dude that handed him the mic and the other people around are like uh, giving him the side eyes and shit like this dude's for real. Like they're all like, oh shit, listen to this shit right here. All right, so this just happened. Look, so. Things took a strange turn during an open mic night event at the King Eddie Saloon near Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles this summer. When 27-year-old Robert Anthony Camus took the stage, nobody expected they were about to get a murder confession. According to MSN, after admitting he'd cut off his electronic monitoring ankle device, Camus proceeded to rap. Yo, I killed my buried that dirt. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out because the cops trying to look for me and I don't... 
Yeah. Police were already hot on Camus' trail. Shortly before his big rap debut, his own parents had notified authorities after they found blood and signs of a brutal assault against 31-year-old Amanda Custer inside his bedroom. Neighbors told police they saw Camus put his girlfriend's dead body into the back of his gray Toyota Prius. Once they finally found Camus' car, they discovered blood in the back cargo space and a tool used for digging, but no body. He had apparently buried Custer somewhere in the Los Angeles area. There you have it. The realest rapper alive drives a fucking Prius. Take notes. He ain't in the Teslas. He ain't. He ain't in the in, in the the Ferrari Roadsters. He's in his Prius. This dude out here living that shit. He, this dude's on the real life Eminem Kim song shit. That's what this dude's on. He, you know, Eminem out there rapping about killing his old lady. This dude actually did it and then rapped about it. That's some shit. He, he straight up confessed at an open mic. Like, this wasn't, like, on, you know, in front of millions of people at, at, at fucking Coachella, you know, and he just started feeling himself. This was in front of, like, six people in a saloon at a speakeasy. This dude's out here confessing to murder at a speakeasy. Think about that. This dude don't give a shit. This dude, I, I buried that bitch. I killed my girlfriend, and then I buried that bitch. I should look out because the the cops are looking for me now or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. This dude's on some shit. This is the this is the anti six nine. This is the complete opposite of six nine. That dude just talks about it and doesn't actually live it. This dude lives it. He lives with it. All you all you studio gangsters, you're on notice. The realest rapper. I don't even know this dude's MC name. I don't know his real name. Um, he's just going down as, as the fucking real life murder rapper. He's the he's the what what would we call this dude? Um, Ted Bundy rapper, I don't, I don't know what the fuck this guy is. The John, John Gacy rapper, I don't know if this is. This probably isn't the first chick he's killed and murdered. This is just the first time he rapped about it. Um, motherfucker's gonna be sitting real tight trying to wait for this dude's album to drop after that shit. He came with some of them Amber J type rhymes. I'm gonna say that shit wasn't. You weren't kicking real, real fly ass bars. I'm gonna have to need you to step your bars up when you before you drop that fucking uh, that that fucking album on Spotify or YouTube. Uh, you're gonna have to get your your bars in line, but. Right now, it's the realest rapper of the, uh, alive right there, man. Spitting hot flames. But, uh, you know, rest in peace to the young lady. That, that's, that's fucked up. I don't mean to make light of that. But, you know, th this, is some, this is some weird shit when you, you kill somebody and then you go and rap about it at a fucking speakeasy um, during happy hour. That's, that's some different, different shit. Fuck it. I'm done, y'all. What do you want from me, man? I'm, I'm out here kicking flames. Um, I'm back. You know, uh, NFL season, everything. You know, we've got some fights coming up. Uh, kind of a slow, you know, couple weeks for the fight game. Um, but we'll get into some shit eventually. This is, a, a, this is episode number 85. We still rock and rolling. Dago's still, you know, we, we got into the nice, you know, 70-degree weather shit. Now it's back into the 85. So we kind of getting into that fall weather. My favorite time of year, October, the greatest month of all time uh, coming up. Um, much love to you and yours. Triple Champ is taking a nap. Looks like he might actually be waking up right now because he hears his old man down here yipping and yapping and skipping and scapping and gum bumping, yip, uh, teeth clacking, doing the whole nine yards. But anyways, this is the Whiskey Sick Podcast. This is episode number 85. I'm Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody Hank, and I'm out, motherfuckers. <laughs>
and you know it, gotta hang on Be strong for your mom, don't you fight with your brother In time you'll scubby, we die for each other Now climb in and buckle up, smile cause it's not enough time We can buy love, or buy so you got love The flight we know that you can't land The highs we know that you can't stand Good eye, look alive, gotta run, slide The second pride is your weapon now, try not to question How I wasn't ever round vibes, I just never found ways I can tell you that I'm okay, cause I'm not innovating And there's no way, I'd walk with you waiting until the phone rang, but I'm taught Never mentioning to show pain, so I'm lost Your patient and there's no blame You gotta keep your head and your grades up, stay tough Look him in the eyes and he strays up, fate once Took him by surprise, now they pay up Pray just in case I wake up and face Today jump, stay clutch to faith No way luck can save, I make up for days I made such a waste, stay stuck in ways Remain much the same, I gave up, ashamed to say Park, it ain't far, there's a part that I can't bear It's dark and I can't spare spark and it's not fair Heart, it's just not there, it's hard when your thoughts spread Caught in the crosshairs, shot down, now you lost, scared Hope you understand why I turn my back To hide my tears, get my word, I'd act like a man But a rat can't turn that back, oh no It's not the same from the start, I made it broke If you promise it's hard, just say oh